Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're back from our little break. This is the Real Talk Table, and we're talking about why is it hard for women of color to become friends or to connect or to have real, true friendships with all the phoniness. And I'm very fortunate tonight to be with my co-host named Kia, who is um, in her early, she's not even 21 at this time, but she has a very brilliant mind and she has a lot to say and a, a, a wonderful, uh, she's a good person to represent the people of her age group. So we're gonna talk about um, what's going on in our communities. We don't know if this same problem occurs with the other races. So we can only talk about what happens with women of color. Now, of our previous broadcast, we talked about the things that kept black women from being close to one another or becoming friends. And we said that jealousy was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then what other did we talk about, Kia, besides the jealousy thing? Um, was like competition. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, and then com- competing against one another. So tonight, what we want to do is to talk about what's the solution to this problem? Okay, how do we stop being enemies and learn how to become friends? And it's I know it's got to be baby steps, but we have to be willing to take the time and to just stop the madness, stop being busy, and to just to get to know the other women that we meet in our lives and to become learn how to become friends. So... One thing I had thought about was doing a um, a girl's sleepover. I did it with my sisters. And we did it during the Christmas holiday. And it was just a wonderful experience. We exchanged little small gifts. We talked about different things that concerned us as females and also things that occurred to us that happened to us at Brother when we were children. And so I was talking to Kia and I was telling her I would like to do that in the near future, have a pajama party, everybody hang out and we could, uh, and everyone bring a movie of their choice that they could share with um, the, the rest of the ladies. So that was my suggestion. So I'm kicking it back out to you, Kia. Do you have any idea of how, you know, your generation or even my generation, what we could do as women of color to learn how to bridge that gap? Um, somewhat like that. You know, um, we could like, as what they call it, like I think like a woman retreat, like mm. you can go like, women go like on road trips together and they bond. And it's not women that you know, it's mm-hmm. women that you can get to know. Wow. And get to hear their story and they talk about like their men, their, their life, their past life, you know, and you really get to say, well, and then some you might have a lot in common with, and you might be like, well, that's me, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I like that. I, I wanted to do that one day. And you know what? It's amazing. Can you probably wonder why am I sitting over here smiling? <laughs> I'm having, a, I'm reminiscing <laughs> about an experience that I had. I had some friends that taught me into going on a women's retreat with them. Really? I had never been on one. I had always wanted to, and this was women from different races, and we were all on the bus, and it was just really exciting to be with people of different nationalities to find out that behind all of the different colors of our skin 
we were still the same people underneath. Yep. We were still women having women issues, women problems, exactly. having the same stuff going on with our men that was going on with their men and children and whatever. And then when we got to the, the place that we had a retreat, it was way up into the mountains. You couldn't hear any ambulance. You couldn't hear people talking. We weren't allowed to use our cell phones. And it was the most wonderful, the most relaxing experience I ever had. And we did arts and crafts, and we had stuff that we, problems that we were going through, we were told to print it out, fold it up, and put it in a bucket. Mm-hmm. And we, they shook the bucket up, and they pulled it out, and as women, we discussed, you know, different things. And it was amazing that, say for was a woman that was going through uh, a baby mama drama. And she thought she was in it by herself to come out of the other women that was right around her that was going through it, that had good suggestions to tell them what they did. So I, I like that kid. You know what? I'm a person of action. I think that we should put it out there to the other women that's in our listening audience. We are planning a uh, women's retreat. Thank you, Kia. So um, she's going to spearhead this. And so it was her ideal. <laughs> Don't be laughing, girl. <laughs> yeah, this is the real talk tale. We told y'all would come up, come out. So, hey, it's your turn, Kia. I'm kicking it out to you, girl. Well, as for the woman retreat, we're going to continue on to that? Oh, hi, whatever you talk about. It's sacred. This is on you now. This is your turn. Um, with a touch of topic, just to continue on to women, um, I think it would be good doing that retreat because a lot of women as in women of color a lot of women we hate on each other Mm, that's true true and we like to pick apart little things and Mm -hmm. you know we like to talk bad on one you know instead of lifting them up we like to talk bad or you know what i'm saying like if i ask you like sephirence for example if you ask a woman Okay, do I still have a tag on my shirt? Saying, well, mm. you just got a shirt. Mm-hmm. You ask a woman, do I still got a tag? They, they know that shirt cute, though. But you ask them, they say, no, no tag. Another woman at you ask, you say, do I have a tag? They even say it, mm. that you need to take that tag off because wow. you have a tag on you. But mm-hmm. the other woman did not tell you that. And that's something. So and that happens a lot. things like that. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And that's what we need to do and talk about things like that. But see, a lot of women won't talk about things like that because they're not a woman that hate. They do. And you know what? It's time for us to get rid of this hate. Envy. Envy. And and that is such a powerful emotion. And while women are using all this energy being envious of someone else, how about looking at that sister that you're envious of and say, okay, what she have, I would like to have it. And maybe I can be her friend and maybe she could tell me what she did to get to where she is. Right. And um, I think that having this uh, retreat, and I hope that we would have it hopefully within the next three months or so, it would be a a wonderful thing to do because no agenda, just getting together and just learning how to just to talk about, just to talk. I've, even at my age, I found that, I've found that there are so many women that are so fake and phony, they can't even be real. They feel that they have to have this long hair look, the the biggest mm. designer bag, the mm. uh, 
when you say, oh, those are pretty shoes, instead of them saying, thank you, they say, oh, I got those from Nostrum. <laughs> you know, why does it have to be that? Right. You know, so I, the only the stipulation I would like to make for the women's retreat, I would like for everyone to please come casual. No Sunday best. You know, bring a hat if we're going to be in the sun. But just, you know, come and hang out. Let's just, you know, let's relax and let's do us. And I think the first thing I'm going to need to concentrate is how to fall in love with myself. There's so many things that occurred to me in my life that I actually did not love myself. And I'm still struggling with that. I haven't arrived. But it's baby steps. And I think that as women of color, we could come together, we could share with one another. Like, even though you're a younger person, I've learned a lot from you. And hopefully you learning from me, and I think that's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take different generations of women of color. And once we build our strengths, okay, we may invite the Caucasian women and the <laughs> Hispanic women and the Oriental women so they can't say we're being racist. But for right now, we have to focus on ourselves. We do. We got to focus on black women. Because as black women, we are beautiful. Oh, yeah. see, a lot of, that's why they, instead of black, we use ebony. Mm. Because that stands for us. Black, beautiful women. And when we say ebony, it's, a, it's, it's like elegance. Yes. Because that's where, that's where we lie in. Mm. But see, a lot of women, they have, a lot of black women, they're very self-conscious. They're very, okay, well, I want to look like this one. Mm -hmm. I want to like the next girl. Or I want to let that girl on Instagram. Or I want to have a big butt like she do. I want to have big boobs like she do. Or I want to have that them big juicy lips like she do. <laughs> but it's true. And it's so it true. It is true. It is. And then and like we was watching like on that show about the butts and they have how the woman like you can put your whole fist into her butt because of the implants gone wrong. Yes. She yes. was botched. <laughs> so you you go through all that to almost die. And there's something, and that's got a lot to do with vanity. Why, who are you trying to look like? If it was not given to you from your creator, you weren't supposed to have that. And, you, no. and mm. the thing, you touched on something I thought was really important too. The fact that we are beautiful. Women are color. We have to stop. Look in the mirror, the different colors, our different are. complexions. And are. when I tell when I tell women that are your complexion that I think they are beautiful, they think I'm just saying it. But I mean, really, the the to me, the blacker the uh, person is, that's the truer you are to who you are. And I am so excited at my age that women of color are finally learning to embrace their culture and to love themselves and to love their hair. Um, we have been taught to hate our hair for so long. Hmm. And it's been a battle, trust me. Being natural, it has not been easy. Hmm. There have been times when I went for interviews and for jobs that I had to actually put on a wig because I wouldn't have gotten hired. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame that in this day and age to have to do that, but hey, I gotta pay bills too. So I'm glad that we have decided that we, someone has to start somewhere, why not us? And this Real Talk table, uh, I thank you and I thank Nabi for us creating this because this is real talk. You know, there's things that need to be talked about that other people are shying away from. And uh, like I said, I thank you for your input too, Kia, because 
you have a lot to offer. So young people, if you think this is just a show for older people, no, we need all the young people, all age groups. That's why I'm here. That's right. That's why Kia here. In now, fact, to touch on what you were saying about the nappy hair and the woman of color. When I, dark skinned women like me, I was watching on YouTube and I learned the reason why it's melanin, the reason why you be so dark, and the reason why there's um, albino women. Okay. Because our melanin is high. So, as it being high, you're richer, your, your skin is more dark their melanin is very low so mm -hmm. as it being low you be light and that's why they so rare skin that's what we call them like the rare skin like they call them like the white black person <laughs> yeah yeah they do you know like that's what they call them and for nappy like that's what i'm saying like oh a lot of women like they cut they shade their hair off ball just because they go through all the straightening we have to go through all the straightening and all that and that's mm. what breaks her that's like right. The perm and just to want to look this way, like okay, I want my hair this way, blah blah blah. But a lot of women say, forget that. I really rock my afro. Mm. And the, how about that? A uh, woman from Empire, Taraji. Um, they she was shooting the cover for a magazine, mm. and she had her hair like afro, but it was cut, you know, cut close on the sides, and you know, afro up the top. I thought it was really, really cute. And they they had flat ironed it because they said it was too black. Mm, I didn't know that. She didn't like it, but she did it because I had. I got. She said I got to get my check by any means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so hey. I understand that. Yeah. But and you see, and BT when she hosts the Soul Train, they want her to keep her hair like that because CBT is all about for black entertainment, mm -hmm. and they stand up for that, even though they do have their little bumps along the way that they do with people and their wars. Mm -hmm. But. They do stand up for that, and they and they really encourage, especially black women. They, yeah, they really do. rock because they even we even have our own award on this. That That's their, right. Black girls rock. Black so girls rock. That's right. They, they really empower black women. They do. They do. And you know what you're saying is so true. And speaking about the hairdos, I think I was talking to you and Navi the other day. I said, "Who are they copying all of us?" I see a lot of women lately. They have all have the bangs and have their hair comb to the back and has this big thick braid going down mm -hmm. the middle and I said it's to me it's like that's not original why are people copying off of other people just be you and so we have to learn how to embrace ourselves as first of all embrace ourselves to begin with us start with us um, the favorite song that my husband and I've been listening to lately is do you want to be happy? I heard the song before, but I had never ever listened to the lyrics until he mentioned it. And it said, uh, it was powerful. It's like, do you want to be happy? And you think that it's everyone else, but the biggest enemy was me. I was my biggest enemy. And I kept giving my heart and giving my heart and people kept tearing it apart. It's like the song says, and my heart never healed. <clears throat> and I became addicted to the pain. My goodness, when I finally heard the words, it knocked me out. People, if y'all ain't never listened to that song, y'all didn't listen to that song, that's my theme song. Do you want to be happy? And just like a quote I heard one time, I didn't really understand the quote until actually you actually start living it. 
Mm-hmm. And the quote says, are you living or are you existing? Wow. And I said to myself, wow. I said, what do that mean? And I kept dying. I said, kept coming in my head. I said, are you living or are you existing? What does that mean? I mean, I know I'm existing because I'm here in this world. Mm. But are you living to your full capability that you could be doing in Thank the world? You. As a as a person. So now when I go back to that quote and I say, am I living or I'm existing? I'm just existing. Mm. And because... <clears throat> I don't start living till I live and start doing for kids. That's true. And that's when I start living. That's when you start living. That's when I start living. And that goes back to that. That's when I start being happy. Happiness comes with living. Happiness comes with living and happiness starts with me. Myself. With ourselves. So when we finally figured out the equation, okay, so we were the biggest enemy. So we had to move us out of the way. So, but this is a healing process. It's not going to come overnight. And as we said before, there are going to be some bumps along the way. But I do believe that there's strength in numbers. I do. I believe that because, hey, I'm one of eight. And I know that when we were separated, we were weak. But when we come together, we're strong. And even as women of color, we got to come together. We can't and keep talking about it and hating. Hey. Talking behind each other's back, but yes. you're smiling her face, but mm. you cough behind her back and to other people. Smile in your face. A lot of young black women, a lot of young black women, they will talk bad about another person to another person. Hint, hint, like that person won't talk, like that person won't tell what you just said. Mm. That's why you gotta watch out who you talk to, too. Thank you. You can't just go around and start talking about trash about people because then they coming at your neck. Hey, that might be their best friend. I remember I was working with some ladies recently. I can't call to tell y'all the name of the place you know, protecting the innocent. Hmm. But they kept talking about this one particular registered nurse who had bald spots in her hair. She must not have a, I heard she had a husband. Why he ain't getting her hair fixed? Why is she coming to work looking like that? She making this money. Why she ain't get, they never took the time to get to know her. The first night that I worked with this young lady, she and I had a chance to talk and I had to thank her because everyone else had tried to put me under the bus. She wasn't even my, uh, trainee trainer or the person supposed to be showing me the ropes but she took her time to do it and got fussed at but anyway she told me her story she was a cancer survivor she had both of her breasts removed she had chemotherapy she had radiation and she was still trying to work and she still had a family and had family members that were special needs and she was taking different places i salute her because you never know a person's story. You don't know a person's story. Why they house look like that? Mm. Why they? Maybe they're know, depressed. Maybe, maybe they're, they're depressed. depressed. Maybe they're a holder. Shit, you got a lot of people like that. I have seen people go through deep depression because they hold so much stuff in their house look a terrible mess. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so I mean, you can't just talk about oh, why her hair look like that. Oh, she got a man. Why he ain't paying it? Why he yes, ain't got a yes. man? Blah, 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 blah. Why her nails look like that? Maybe she don't like fake hair. Yes. Maybe she don't like it. Or maybe she's trying to follow the policy and procedure book that says you're not supposed to wear them in a specific place, place you're working. I mean, and you then I had to tell them. I said, after the lady quit and because they treated her so bad, she went to another facility. I said, oh, did you all know she was a cancer survivor? Everybody said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, she just got through finishing chemotherapy and radiation. That's why she doesn't have any hair. And they looked at me like, wow. That right there let me know that 
the world has changed. People have become so hard and, and so uncaring and so unloving. So let's stop the bus right here. Hello, I'm pulling the cord. Bus, will you stop? I'm getting off right here. Yeah. I'm ready to make a change. I am too. I'm yeah. ready to make a change. Like he said, you look at yourself. You the man in the mirror. Mm. Can you change? Are you willing to make a change? Because see, I only take the only take one person to start up a change. Gone, girl. But are you willing to die? I can't die. All right, because last night, Barry said, hey, somebody got a, he said, Jesus Christ was a warrior. He said he was a sacrificial lamb. Somebody got to step up to the plate. I understand. And he it's said so he scary. was ready to die. But you know what? I tell you what, I don't want to die. You don't want to die. <laughs> I ain't ready yet. But guess what? Mm -mm. It's strength in numbers, as I said. It was that Black power. Black power, y'all. Strength in numbers. A female activist, they shot her, gunned her down, came in her apartment, trashed, no, came in her house, trashed her house because Ooh. it was a black, fe black female activist. She was only 27 years old. They came in there, trashed her house, kicked the door down like she didn't kill somebody. All she doing is talking about messages like we doing right now. But see, they knew that she was talking too much. See, you mm. see what I'm saying? So they came, bum rushed her door down, gunned her down. And shot her son, three-year-old son, in the leg or thigh or something like that. He lived up. Mm. now he living with the grandma, auntie, somebody. Just like that other black female they found in the river dead. She came up missing. They were trying to act like she took off. She was not that kind of person. Then they're going to say she committed suicide, but she shot in the back of her head. Okay, really? So what we're saying is that there is strength in numbers. We cannot be long rangers. We studio audience, we need your help. We also need, I'm not begging, but hey, everybody else out there got a bucket out here. Hey, listen, if y'all believe in what we're talking about, we do need, you know, a little support. If you can't even say anything, if you even got a penny, if you got a nickel, I'll take a nickel. Every penny counts. I got that from my brother Joseph, Joe Rose. So if y'all can't even send nothing, just you know, stay tuned to our channel every week and give us support. Please, we like and we take the comments and all that. No negativity. That's right. No negativity. Because I bite back. That's right. Oh, hey, <laughs> then we say we the real, what? The talk real table. talk table will come up, come out. So if y'all cuss at us, we may cuss at y'all, but we're going to have to bleep it out. We will. But we know that with the recording right. things say you can't be cussing. No. But. It's okay, though. It's okay, though. We don't care. We don't care because okay. this is the real talk table. So if you come correct us, we come correct to y'all. We just want to <laughs> say that we love y'all. We're going to go out tonight with a, um, a little music from Najee. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the uh, real talk table. This is Shirley Rogers. And I'm Kia. And we are talking live from Cleveland. Well, no, well, Cleveland, Ohio, but actually Cleveland, we Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland but we live in Euclid. We're kind of like snooty booties because we're see, bougie. we're bougie because see, in Euclid, we have smooth streets. We don't have potholes and we have police. Oh, Okay. Sure, I ain't gonna do that. All right. Oops. Sure, Look, but I'm sorry, y'all. You know, you know the cleaning police, they be there about an hour. They be there an hour. Everything be done. You even handled yourself when they got there. I know. But it's okay, though. It's okay, though. It's okay. It's okay. But look, y'all, we appreciate everybody's call, you know, listening on us. 
We'll be back same time next week. Next time, Real Talk Table. Good night. Bye bye. All right, girlfriend. Well, hello everybody, this is Shirley, and also my friend Kia is here, and we've been having a lot of requests to do another episode for the Real Talk table. And we're just kicking back, it's Sunday in Euclid, Ohio, and um, we don't have any rain today, we got a, we're looking at beautiful Lake Erie, it's kind of cloudy out, but that's okay, and we're chilling with uh, background music from the music lab. And it's called Chill Music, Basement Music. So today's episode, what we're going to talk about, we were just trying to think of something to talk about today. And uh, good morning, Miss Kia. How you doing today? I'm good. Good. How are you? Good. I'm glad my friend was off today. Our other um, person that's with us with the Real Talk table is at work. So, you know, somebody got to work to hold down the fort. So uh, the subject today we would like to talk about, and we're going to be able to take callers, and uh, the way Anchor has it set up now, you all can leave a message, and then when we have our next podcast, we can answer some of the questions. But here's the question we want to kick out to everybody. <clears throat> we noticed that a lot of couples are getting on TV, radio, et cetera, et cetera, and their deep, dark secrets are being talked about in public for the world to see. And so my question today is, everybody, do you think that in relationships, I don't care if it's family, work, someone you're intimate with, or et cetera, et cetera, do you think that you should always give away all of your deep, dark secrets? So this is the question for today on Sunday and uh, right here in Euclid. So I'm going to kick it out to my host, I mean, my co-host with me, Kia. What you think, babe? About the question, mm-hmm. should we keep, uh, I mean, should we um, tell our darkest secrets to a relationship? Now, in a relationship, it's different from in a marriage. Because when you're in a marriage, you like as one. So it's hard to take certain things to your grave in a marriage, but sometimes if you know it, if you know it will destroy it, it's best to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if y'all ain't got to a good place at a time. Especially when y'all have been together for years and years and years. Mm. And y'all finally get to that good space. And then something happened or tragically that you want to tell. But you can't. But sometimes it comes out. You don't mean for it to come out in that way. But sometimes he finds out. And then it's like, okay, damn. If if your soulmate finds out, then it's like, that's fucked up. Because Mm. that's even more deeper than... You telling him or her or whoever. <laughs> That's true, you know though. But you're so. right because it's like the per- all of a sudden the, the level of trust is destroyed. So right. then the person is questioning you. They're wondering, okay, why didn't you tell me? But I agree with you, what you're saying. But then you'll be like, I didn't want you to know. If it was up to me, I wouldn't have told you. But you find out. And that's the worst way to find it, to find out something. It is. 
And so technically, <clears throat> is it right to keep your secrets, or should you be honest and tell all? But from life experience, I've tried it both ways. And there was a time when I was always taught that, especially when you're married mm -hmm. to someone, you're supposed to tell everything you did. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, if you're with a person that's unforgivable and that's immature, mm -hmm. shoot, have a fight or argument. They're going to oh yeah, you tried out like you was a virgin, yeah. Uh-huh, you told me you had about 10 boyfriends before you met me and you was a virgin. Who supposed to believe that? So no, you don't, you don't, you know, some things you have to keep. And like you said, uh, Kia, to keep the peace, but in relationships, different. You know, like maybe on a job. Okay, you can't keep telling your job every day, you late, you had a flat tire. Right. Or you had car problems. Right, thank you. Eventually they're gonna say, look, if you can't walk, ride a bike, or catch a bus, don't come back to work. They don't want to hear excuse. Same thing mm -hmm. about relationships. So relationship is different from a marriage. Thank you. See, a marriage is when y'all is at one. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Y'all, you share the same family, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I'm saying, is it right to hold secrets in a marriage? Mm -hmm. But in a relationship, yeah, you can. Mm. Yeah. That's a relationship. Hell, could te technically, like they always say. Exactly, you single till you walk down that aisle. Mm. Yeah, you know what? That's true. And look at the one runaway bride. Shoot. She was single, got to the altar, and still and ran away. Still remain single. Okay. Hey, y'all, we just so glad to be back at the Real Talk table. We missed the audience. And um, you know, this is you know, we we can't be uh probably talking about some other podcasts, but just kind of like, we're not dropping no names, but somebody, you know, this world famous, you know, had a situation where somebody in the past came out and said something. And, Kia, you made a point. Couples do go through stuff, but you can get to a point in a relationship where you're comfortable. And I know exactly where you're talking about, because I've been there myself. And then here you think everything is so beautiful. And as the old school used to say, and... There's some gonna upset the apple cart. cart. Mm -hmm. One thing, one rotten apple gonna ruin it all. So you're right. It's that's why I really love the real talk table. I love the the, the, the uh, diversity of the fact that we're both women of color, but we represent the different uh, age groups. Cause you're 21. Oh yeah, hey y'all. She had a birthday since oh. We had our other Real Talk table. Two months ago. Hmm. Yeah, and you know what? We gonna still have a party for... Do we have a party? I know we had it. What What happened? Why we didn't have a party for you? I don't know. Girl, I know. I stayed in the house, but I still enjoyed it because oh. there's coronavirus going on. Oh, it's corona. No goddamn party. No way. And you know yeah. what? Thank you. We ain't trying to go to jail. We didn't have no corona party. My birthday hmm. was in April. So no, what? Yeah, we damn sure. Thank That's you. It was rising like a motherfucker. So, yeah. so anything, look. Hey, look, don't be offended, y'all. Didn't we say this is the real talk table? Hey, Jeez. what come up? What? Come, come out. You know, with everybody. We just want everybody, you know, stay safe. And uh, stay close. I'm thinking uh, this thing about, uh, I, don't, I, I can't stand being at home. Think of it as being safe at home. Uh, who are the best people to be around? Someone that you love, someone that you trust. If I'm gonna end up dying from Corona, because we were all made, to, we were all made, we were all born to die. Mm -hmm. 
And if Jehovah wants me to leave, leave out here with Corona, which I, Lord, I don't want to go out like that. It's kind of really painful. I don't want to go out like that with no Corona. No, no, we ain't ready to go. We got too much work to do. But you know, all joking aside, everybody, we have to do our part. I know I'm getting off the subject, but I got to say this. Please, y'all, wear a mask. And uh, don't forget to wash them out every day, too, because, you know, you're breathing in all that smog and dirt and stuff and these bad breath and all of that. <laughs> you don't kill yourself. Y'all will see people passed out on the street with masks on <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm Shirley. I'm an Aries. I got to throw some humor in it. Look, y'all, we're going to have to laugh our way through this. We're going to have to... Uh, talk our way through this. We're going to have to broadcast our way through this. And you know what? This occurred to me the other day. Jehovah, you know what? You got jokes. <laughs> All this time, the human race forgot how to be a human race. Families were on their separate rooms. Everybody with their phone. Everybody here and there. Now we all in one house. Well, see, I have to say this. Uh, people that's out there that's got money, whether you people of color or whether you rich or wealthy, y'all used to having your own places. We ain't. We used to being in what? One bathroom and uh, everybody sleeping in the living room and on the couch. So we used to being together. But y'all, <laughs> what we got to do, don't forget love. Leave love in it. Of course. And Kia, you said some of our last broadcasts. Yeah, it just really no, stayed you know, with I don't me. Remember. You said everybody, <laughs> don't forget, put God first. And don't, yeah, and you said, and don't leave love out of it. Uh, people, we're going to um, chit-chat with y'all for about another five or six minutes, because we usually try to keep our broadcast up to about 15 minutes or so. Yeah. But we want everybody to be safe, stay safe. Don't be crazy like them folks out there. I read a thing this morning where this uh, man was on his deathbed. He told the nurse, because they wouldn't let his family come up, that he had went to a, a corona party. And a corona party is oh, where people actually... Got together to see which party actually had a cases of corona because they thought it was a, a, a joke. Mm. His ass on the dying deathbed said, Y'all, corona got me. So don't be no fool. Take care of yourself and your family. But um, we still want that question. Y'all think about what we said. <laughs> back to the question. Back, yeah, back to the whole here yeah, subject. We know we went a little off topic. We got, hey, that's look, what we do. That's what we do. Look, so we for got, the, but the next six minutes, we're going to wind it down with the topic. We're going to mm-hmm. wind it down. We, hey, we back to the topic. See, we had to put a little humor in there because, see, sometimes people get real serious with the topic. Y'all was sitting there probably getting y'all a little lies and story together. So we just trying to give y'all time mm-hmm. to think about the subject that we mm-hmm. gave y'all. So, Kiki, mm-hmm. now, just say, for instance, if you met somebody mm-hmm. and you had a million dollars, and you really didn't know this person, you know, and but you fell in love with this guy and he wanted to marry you and but he didn't have to, he didn't bring nothing to the plate. Would you from the jump street say, Hey look, babe, don't worry about it. I got a million dollars or would you keep that secret? I keep that secret. That- I put it in my bank and I tell a motherfucker you can get a step and leave it back. So the bags out there at the door. <laughs> Cause I need your money, baby. We coming this, we coming this together. Uh, we gonna ride this motherfucker together till the wheels fall off. Not just me, that's you. you. See, that's the case. I could be bad all by myself. Hey, that's I don't need you to fuck up with me. Thank. Mm. See, this the young generation. They keep it real. That's why she named it the Real Talk Table. We kept that. We go, oh, she said the Real Talk Table. We gonna keep it real, and that's true. 
Because just think, what if you wanted to, like, people say, tell me everything. You told me you had a million dollars. First thing he gonna do the first night, he gonna kill your ass. You gonna be drinking some rat poison. You'll Thank be dead you. in the morning. Thank you. Or you go to your bank and your shit is closed down. Ah. <laughs> uh, Look, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. These women out here, they doing everything for their man. They are. See, that's why these men in this generation today feel like a woman can take care of them. Mm. No, motherfucker, I still need you to wine and dine me, too. Thank you. But I would do the same. I would you do, would the, do same. the same for you. Thank I mean, you. if you would do the same for me. Thank you. Versa. Thank you. It's an equal. 50 it's 50. an equal. Not 85 and you 25. Mm. And I'm so sick of being on the 10. elevator with mm. men. And I'm the only female on the elevator. They gonna knock me down and get off. <laughs> what happened to the ladies first? But I tell you what, I've been doing lately. I've been knocking asses down to get off first, damn it. Ain't nothing wrong with Ain't it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But look, y'all, we get ready to wind this down. We just want to say we love y'all. We love life, but we love Jehovah first. And uh, we just thank him for being here at this place in time. And like I was saying, this, this Jehovah, like I said, you got jokes. I got to tell you about your joke. See, before black people, people of color, we didn't have a chance out here because our color of our skin kept us isolated. But with this new technology called the Internet and whatever and all this other stuff, hey, we got a chance to share our thoughts and our views and mm -hmm. find out what y'all thinking. So, hey, I just want to say thank you to all of the different countries. A shout out to all the people in the U.S. of A. Shout out to South America, Tanzania, Russia. Brazil, Japan, China, all the different countries, and Africa. Shout out to Jamaica. Shout out to all the countries and everyone that's been listening to us. So, just want to say, have a good day, y'all. Peace, love, and happiness. This is Shorty from The Real Talk. All right, see y'all. Kia. Bye-bye, right. <laughs> y'all. Have a good evening.
That we were meant to be But I just can't get enough At times you drive me crazy to be, to be. my 
most of the day, you've been out of prison, my man. You know you're rock bottom when your parole officer's your best friend. Trust Just think it is not. 